Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Is leaky gut a thing? Is it a fad? Is it a myth? Is it like a just a ruse to get you to buy something? What is it? What does the research say? What do I think about it? Does it apply to you? What can you do about it? All of those things. That is what we are looking at today. Awesome. This is something I get asked about or comes up a lot when I'm starting to work with clients or working with potential clients and people are like, I think I have leaky gut. What about leaky gut? Does this mean leaky gut? What should I eat if I have leaky gut? So that's what we are covering in today's episode, which is I was going to say awesome again, but then that's that's too much of an overshare. But how are you doing? Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I would love to say if you have not left me a review, I would love it if you did. It's so much easier now to leave a review than it used to be before. And obviously I love doing this podcast. It's my privilege to do so, but it does cost me time and money to do this every single week. So one way that you can say thank you is just to head over and leave a review. iTunes is the easiest place to do it. So go to your iTunes app, click on this show scroll down to the bottom, leave a review. You can write a review. You can leave a star rating. That would be, if you, if you like the show, it'd be so helpful if you left a review. It helps more people see it. If you don't like the show, that's totally fine. Feel free not to review or whatever. (laughs) That's fine. Um, so yes, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope you're doing well. Everyone in our house is a bit sick, so you might hear children at various points. (laughs) just being actually I think one of them's running around like a mad thing right now so obviously not that sick um but I had a a nice weekend away uh, and by away I had 24 hours away from all my children which hasn't happened since the twins were born so that feels a bit wild and we literally went totally off the grid to like a hut in the hills in the middle of nowhere with like no electricity or water or and, and a compost toilet but it was great. I love, I love adventures. So that was very refreshing to be away. And yeah, other than that, oh, I do have something super exciting to let you know. Um, if you don't get emails from me, I really recommend that you start doing so <laughs> because I am going to be offering. And as of next week, um, I'm going to be releasing and starting a new um, series, a free just training series called The Better Belly series. So I'm just going to be doing it over email and video to everyone on my email list or everyone who wants it anyway, just a free email series about how in 14 days you can create a better, flatter, happier belly. So it's all about gut health and also your gut health affects your energy and your hormones. So it's also about your hormones and energy, but we're looking about how you can create a better belly, how you can create a flatter belly, less bloating, be less tired, feel really good, feel like you're digesting your food and therefore how that's going to impact your hormones and all of that other good stuff. So if you want to learn about that, I'm going to be going and doing some training videos, diving deep, giving you some really simple but effective action points. If you love this podcast, I think you will really, really love the um, the email series as well. So if you are not on my email list, go to keziahall.com forward slash join keziahall.com forward slash join to join the email list and I will be sending that out super soon so I'd love to have you on there and it's going to be um some really great like very actionable tangible training videos that you can take action on so that in the next couple of weeks you can be like oh yeah yeah Kezia I I do feel like my belly is better (laughs) like because that's I mean that's my clients get surprised like that all the time 
Um, other than that, just been reveling some good news of clients. Really, I had one client actually just voxed on me this morning saying that we've been working with her specifically around pain. And she used to have pain flare-ups that would last for weeks, I think months, before she started to come and work with me. And her latest pain flare-up, she said, was way less painful didn't last very long, like less than a day, was totally manageable and that her pain flowers are getting less, uh, like less and less frequent. And so she was feeling super encouraged about that. And that's just because we've been working on all the things. And for her, it was a lot to do with her nervous system. Her actual gut health, it was really, is pretty good um, when we tested it. Um, anyway, so that has been so encouraging. Um, and then I had another client just get in touch about um, their sleep and how they were noticing just their sleep was so much better and then their energy was so much better. And yeah, and another client who were working with really around burnout and poor energy. And she was just like, oh, I haven't actually like crashed her energy. She's like, it's just when we were talking, because sometimes you don't realize this when it's your body, but she's like, you know what? I haven't actually crashed in my energy for like ages. And it used to be like happening every week, several times a week. And she's like, it's not happened for weeks. And I've had my period and I've had the schools, the kids off on half term and I've had this and I've had this. And she's like, my energy has not been like crashing, which is so when anyone's experiencing kind of chronic fatigue, that is such a good sign. Now there's still work to do, obviously. But it's just so good to, to when people can really see their changes and their intention and, you know, all the stuff that they're doing, which to be fair, isn't tons of stuff. I don't get clients to do millions of things because the whole point of us working together is we, that we get really focused on the right things for them. Um, so they're not like doing, trying to do a thousand things every day, but just them seeing it paying off and then just the hope that can go back in their eyes of like, oh, oh wow, I can feel better. I, it's like I knew it's, this was possible for me, but I, I, there was a part of me that thought this was possible, but I wasn't sure it would happen. And you just see the surprise and the shock and anyway, whatever. It's, I like my job, guys. I'm feeling a bit emotional, so <laughs> I'll rein it in before I start <laughs> crying. It's just one of those days. Um, yeah, so that's been fun. Just so you know, in terms of working with me, um, do book in a call. I am um, taking on new clients in the new year. I don't know as of when this goes live. I might have a space left. I might not. I'm waiting to hear from a couple of people and I've got some calls this week, but I will be taking on new clients in the new year when a couple of my other clients, those things, uh, programs with those wrap up. So do book your calls so we can just chat it through. Remember, these calls don't commit you to anything. And it was just, it's also really nice just to chat and we can figure out what what's going to help you best. Okay. So enjoy the show. Hey, 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 I'm interrupting myself to tell you something really, really important. So you listen to this podcast. So I'm guessing you would love to create more energy. You'd love to have a flatter belly, better digestion, more glowing skin, healthy balanced hormones, right? And chances are you're really struggling with that. You've listened to this podcast, you maybe implemented a couple of things. You've actually, you're actually trying hard to make changes, but you're not seeing the results. You're still struggling with bloating. Your skin's weird. Your hormones are out of balance. Your bowels are just embarrassing. Whatever it is, I know I can help. And the great thing is, is I currently have capacity to take on new clients. I'm officially done with maternity leave. I have some great childcare, so I can take on a lot more clients, which is exciting. So if you've been on the fence about working with me, you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Will this work? Will it not? Then listen up. If you head to keziohall.com forward slash book, you can book in your free Zoom call with me. And this is a totally chilled, no pressure, informal chat where I just find out more about what's happening. We'll chat through what the 
your program might look like, what it is that you might need to make progress, and then you can go and decide what's going to be the best fit for you. I offer also offer installment plans in terms of payment. So wherever your finances are, there's probably an option we can find that works for you. I know I can help you. I've worked with thousands and thousands of women. I've been doing this for years. I've done loads of training, fully qualified to do this, and I would love to help you create more energy, a happier flatter belly, more balanced hormones, glowing skin, deal with any pain issues. This is what I do with clients every single week, and we could get start working together within the next couple of weeks, which is so exciting. So kezuhall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me to find out more so that you can get in before the price increase. And we could get started soon. Just think where you could be in eight weeks time, how you could feel in that amount of time. And if you like this podcast, chances are you will love working with me in this program because we'll just get you results really fast. That is the power of personalized approaches to your health and body and nutrition. Okay. I'd love to chat with you soon. So keziahall.com forward slash book to book your call. That's keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call. I'll send you an email after the booking's made and then we'll chat on Zoom, which will be really, really fun. Okay. Sending you lots of love. Leaky gut. That is what we're talking about today. We are looking at what does it mean? Is it real? Is it just some sort of like waffly thing on the internet to get you to buy the leaky gut program or the leaky gut protocol or the like, does it matter? Does it play a role? Uh, all, the, all the things. So that's what we're looking at today because it's actually language that I find when I'm um, talking to a client, a new client or with potential clients, um, it's it's language that's becoming more and more common. So I want to dive into it of what it means when people are talking about it. Is there any kind of fact based? Uh, is, there, is there any truth to it? Or is it just like another fatty thing to get you to follow a certain diet, follow a certain thing, whatever it is? That's what we're looking at today, which is fun. So first of all, leaky gut. Um, if you are you know, th- this might be the first time you've ever heard it. So for context, this is the kind of word that often gets used um, around gut health. If we're talking about people's digestive system, if you're looking at more alternative or naturopathic or holistic or functional medicine things, you might hear people be like, oh, no, I've got leaky gut. If you Google it right now, leaky gut, you'll see a whole host of blog things, what to eat, what it is, all of that sort of stuff coming up. People will often assume they have le- leaky gut. Someone might be like, oh, I assume like, you know, I've got leaky gut going on. So I'm not eating this or I am eating this, you know, things like bone broth are to help quote unquote leaky gut. Collagen can help leaky gut going, you know, the gaps diet, like all of this stuff can be to help that. So it's really in relation um, to gut health um, and to supporting your gut health. That's really the context that it would kind of be used in. And what people mean um, when they're talking about it is the idea that uh, within their gut, so uh, mostly within their intestines, that there is like leaks happening into their body, into their system, and that this is causing problems. Or thinking about it like people's intestines, or people are just thinking somewhere in their gut, a lot of the time people don't really think about it, that it's their intestines, but they think somewhere in their gut, there's like like these holes <laughs> happening. Or like there's so much inflammation, it's like got holes or sores, and then stuff's just like leaking through, and that 
is making them feel brain fog, tired, bloated, sore, autoimmune conditions, fatigued, like all these things. Lots and lots and lots of symptoms can people, I'm not saying this is right, but can pin them down to, oh, it's leaky gut. So that's really, we're just doing, a, to be honest, a quick review, a quick kind of myth busting, essentially, and, and helping to because I really want you to be equipped. There's so much information on the internet and that can be such a blessing and such a curse to know actually what applies to you. So I like to just kind of myth the bus sometimes because this is what I do with my clients. They often, they might come to me and be like, Kezia, I've been following a leaky gut diet for like six months, nine years, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Or I've been taking this supplement because I was told I had got leaky gut or something. And then, but they don't feel like they've made any progress. That is a problem. <laughs> Like the whole point of, um, well, a large part of the point of making any of these diet changes is so that you can make progress and feel better. So is, is leaky gut, the phrase is really to do with inflammation and problems going on within the gut. I, AKA the gut is another phrase for your digestive system. Your digestive system starts at your mouth, ends with your anus, that whole system in between. There's lots of organs involved. It's quite complicated there can be a lot that can go wrong. So we're looking at today what this is and what I think the research says about it and if it's something you should pay attention to or if it's just a bit faddy. Now with leaky gut, I mean, I'm not going to string it, <laughs> string you out on this. I would say the phrase in summary, if you don't want to listen to the rest of the podcast, leaky gut isn't partic a particularly accurate term. Well, maybe it is it's, it's like, it's not a hundred percent accurate. I don't a hundred percent love it, but yes, I totally get why people use it, if that makes sense. So leaky gut is really the colloquial term that we would use for, um, impaired or excessive intestinal permeability. So if you think about it, quick anatomy, quick digestive lesson, you have this whole digestive system, which I said starts at the mouth, ends at your anus. And as part of that, further down the system, we have your intestine, small intestine going into your large intestine. Within both small and large intestine, you have lots of endothelial and epithelial, I'm not very great at saying these words, guys, sorry, cells tightly put together. In your, your intestines are, I think, roughly, I think it's between like one to two meters in length and the actual surface area that they cover. I was literally reading a paper about this just before. Um, the mucosal interface within your intestines, 200 meter squared. Yep. I was, I was just reading a paper about it. I found a really nice kind of meta-analysis review, not meta-analysis, sorry, a review of... Um, leaky gut in terms of the research and all that kind of stuff by somebody Fasano, which I've totally forgotten. Anyway, I'll put a link into the show notes if you want to read that reference or read it for yourself. You can just Google it as well. Or PubMed it is actually probably the best place. Um, but 200 meter squares of like this mucosal of surface area, if that makes sense, within your intestines. Why? Because the whole point of your intestines is to absorb nutrients and goodness into your bloodstream. You have a very thin, some would argue fragile layer, single cell layer across this 200 meter square surface or this two meters in length. And what you might be like, what, how on earth does that much surface area get covered? It's because if you think about it, it's like a very wrinkled, tightly packed 
thing. If you, um, just trying to think of, if you think like a concertina type thing, imagine that, but with cells. That's not the most accurate analogy, but very, very tightly, tightly, tightly packed together because it wants a maximum surface area to absorb maximum goodness into the body. So when people say leaky gut, what they're really saying is that this surface area has become too permeable. Now, the whole point of this surface, the whole point of this single cell layer is to be permeable. It is meant to be permeable. That is how you get amino acids that come from protein into the body. That's how you absorb nutrients and all of these things because behind that single cell layer is your bloodstream so that you will eat your food, you'll die, you'll break it down in your stomach, it'll come into your intestines and then it'll go through, if it's the right shape, it will go through the single, very tightly packed single cell layer into the bloodstream. It'll go to your liver. The liver then sorts it out. We won't go to the complexities and we just don't have time. And then it gets sent from there to like wherever it's needed in the body. It'll go to your brain, it'll go to cells, it'll go to organs, it'll go to like just all the things. Really basic, super basic overview. And um, so it's really important that your intestines are permeable. Like that is the point of them. Also a really interesting way of thinking about it is that that surface area, your intestines, that single cell layer is really one of your final defense barriers, defense mechanisms to the outside world. If you think about it, you could take soil, put it in your mouth and it would bypass through your body. It's almost, it's a weird analogy, but almost thinking of yourself as slightly hollow. Like you've got a tube through the middle of you, which is your digestive system or your gut, a tube that starts with your mouth and ends at your butthole. It is a, it's not quite as basic as a tube, but essentially it is. You think of your esophagus, it's like a tube. You have a stomach, slightly bigger tube. Your intestines, another tube, large intestines, another kind of tightly packed tube, and then it's out into the real world. So this intestinal barrier is that. It's a barrier. It's a defense mechanism. It's it's keeping stuff out of your bloodstream that shouldn't be in it and letting stuff come in that should be let in. A bit like your skin, a bit like all your other defense mechanisms that kind of go on in the body. You want the right stuff in and you want to keep the, the wrong stuff out. So leaky gut is really the colloquial term of when this really tightly packed single cell layer that goes over um, vast kind of surface area of epithelial cells and endothelial cells have really just like different cells, essentially. It doesn't really matter. We're not going to go into super in depth. Um, when that becomes, instead of the right amount of permeability, should we say, where that, those tightly packed cells together, really tight, like concertina, really squished together to get as maximum surface area as possible. When those tight junctures get a bit lazy, a bit loose, when those tight junctures get less tight, have more gaps, there's more holes, should we say, this re really tightly packed um, bundle of cells to maximize surface area in your body, where those become lazy almost, where there's there's not as much tightness anymore, there's holes, meaning there's more space for antigens to come into the bloodstream. So if you think about this tightly packed um, cells are only going to allow certain shapes and certain sizes into your bloodstream. That's kind of the point. It's designed that way. But if you suddenly have a bigger gap, you might find that bigger molecules, different shapes of molecules are going to be entering the bloodstream. And that, if, you're, if your immune system doesn't know, isn't expecting to get this specific molecule, it's going to amount a response. It's going to amount an immune response to 
that substance. And that is essentially what we're talking about. Leaky gut is really the name for um, kind of excessive or impaired intestinal permeability. And you know this is happening in a person from research, and there's still more we're learning about this. So this isn't like, you know, this is still something that's still being researched, but the research is pretty solid and good on it now that um, when these tightly packed cells become leaky, for air quotes, or looser, or they're start to break down is you get the release of a protein called zonulin. And zonulin will be increased in, if say if I'm running a test with clients or whatever, you, there is a quantitative way of knowing if someone has that leaky gut, if there is that excessive intestinal permeability going on, if there is inflammation there, if there is another way of saying it, this laziness or this damage within these um, cells is by the production of zonulin. And if that is high, you know that these tightly packed junctures are being broken down because the byproduct of them being broken down is zonulin production. And again, this is, um, we've seen this in the research in terms of zonulin most frequently gets produced when it, in, in response to bacterial overgrowth in the intestines. So you get certain types of bacteria, maybe a streptococcus, maybe Klebsiella, maybe um, maybe even a parasite potentially, but certain things, antigens, certain problematic stuff enters the gut and causes damage. And that could be an instigator of the zonulin production, meaning zon zonulin being present means that, they, that there is leaky gut happening, that there is these tight junctures are getting broken down, that there's bigger gaps happening, that there's a, a laziness, a looseness. It's, again, these are all metaphorical, but it can be helpful to think about complicated things in this way. There's um, a looseness happening. There's a larger gaps happening, which means foreign molecules and things are going to be entering the bloodstream. And you know your body will mount a response to that. You will create an immune response to those foreign things. If it's something that you're deeply allergic to, you're going to have like a super anaphylactic response for sure. But most of the time, this is most common when things uh, it's, you aren't allergic allergies. You know, it's just me like, oh, all of a sudden I can't eat apples anymore. I've eaten apples my whole life. And now when I have one, I just, I don't know, I feel sick or I just, you know, it's not anaphylaxis, but I don't feel great on it. You know, that would be a, an example, a very simple example of an immune response but a low-grade immune response to something. So when this happens, and so we know bacterial overgrowth can be the case. That's why I run stool tests with like all my clients and include it in my um, program with working with me, just like everyone <laughs> to do one. Whether or not you have digestive issues, which we'll come back to, um, is so there's that. But also the research shows that just eating gluten, gluten is increases zonulin, essentially. Whether or not you're this again, this is different. This is not saying everyone has celiac disease. This is a really different thing to celiac disease, actually. But those if, who consume gluten, which is a type of protein, in the research we can see that that often um, can lead to increases of zonulin. Basically, that can lead to this laziness in your cell junctures. So when it comes to leaky gut, I think how it gets marketed on the internet, I don't always love. It's like everyone and their dog is like, I've got leaky gut and there's no testing. You know what I'm like? I'm like, just because you think you have leaky gut doesn't, I'm like, doesn't mean you do. And again, I, this is something I do for my job. So there's lots of times with clients where I'm like, I'd put good money on the fact that you probably do. Like I'd bet on that, but test, don't guess. Okay. Test, don't guess. And I, that's what I don't like about it is that, and I also have had clients come to me when they've done leaky gut protocols or the GAPS diet or the autoimmune, um, the autoimmune paleo protocol diet for like 
a long time and seen zero results and people have just told them you just need to do the diet harder to heal your leaky gut and you're like no you need to gather data on why these symptoms are happening and then deal with that not just take a punt that someone someone's got leaky gut and then really massively restrict their diet and just tell them to restrict more to see better results like that approach does me does my nothing but I see it all the time with clients unfortunately is they often come to me being like I've restricted this thing for ages and ages and ages and like it's not getting better and you're like yeah because you you're putting a lot of effort into solving the wrong problem you're putting a lot of effort in restricting and managing and stressing over your diet but your diet isn't solving the problem that you have like the way you're eating anyway side note so I do think it is something, I don't love the term, but um, I am really care about gut health. And it's really important that if you think about it, that your intestines, that this massive surface area is well, isn't inflamed, is working healthy. You really got to make sure that that you're not constantly compromising or constantly making your immune system work so hard because you've got these big gaps, not big, I mean, they'll be microscopic, but for the sake of learning and metaphor and visualization, these big gaps, letting these huge foreign things into your bloodstream, which is going to mean your immune system is constantly working hard, constantly having to react, defend, look after you. Like it's a lot. And that is why the incident, um, that zonulin, this, this, um, finding zonulin in people is often linked with chronic inflammatory diseases. Now it's worth saying that, um, Zonulin, this production of zonulin. So what I mean by that is like I'm making this really woolly term of leaky gut really is about whether this protein zonulin is present or not. Leaky gut is just a woolly nondescript term, but the presence of zonulin is really telling you, okay, are your these tight junctures being broken down? So um, it's, it's worth noting that zonulin isn't involved in all chronic inflammatory diseases. And so not all diseases that are happening have been linked with zonulin, but a good number have in terms of the research. So the ones that have been just a handful that um, these kind of chronic inflammatory diseases in which has been linked to zonulin and that that is a biomarker of this presence of disease. Again, it's not going to be the only thing. And I'm not also saying in the research doesn't says that this causes this, but there is a correlation. So irritable bowel syndrome, insulin resistance, just as gestational diabetes, colitis, other inflammatory bowel diseases, chronic fatigue syndrome, ME, celiac disease, autism, ADHD, HIV, hypolipidemia, multiple sclerosis, non-gluten sensitivity, non-alcoholic fatty uh, liver disease, obesity, schizophrenia, type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, aging, if you, if you think of aging as a chronic inflammatory disease, just checking the paper. I think that's everything. Again, I'll link to this paper in the notes. There's lots of research out there. I'm not saying that I know everything about this topic or that there's not new more research and evidence to come about by no means. I just want to give you a snapshot here to really help you know what to kind of focus on. So 
it is looked at through the research that this present of zonulin is happening in these chronic inflammatory diseases. Now, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense because he was like irritable bowel syndrome and colitis, which is an irritable bowel disease. But it's really helpful to know that in the research because I get a lot of resistance from clients or potential clients where I'm like, let's run a stool test. And they're like, no, 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 my main problem is I have chronic fatigue syndrome. Or no, 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 my main problem is my hormones. Like my period is really painful and heavy. Or I'm struggling to get pregnant. Like they're not coming to me being like, I'm so bloated because yeah. Now, obviously, if you are so bloated and you've had digestive issues for a long, long time, I would bet good money, like a good chunk of money that you have. If we tested, did a stool test on you, we looked at your gut, there'd be bacterial overgrowth. I'd put good money on the fact that you'd feel better not eating gluten. I'd put good money on the fact that you probably have in, ex, increased zonulin because of your digestive symptoms. But even if your main issue has nothing to do with your digest, digestion, your digestion feels totally fine, that still means there's probably inflammation going on in your gut. And this, again, it's a really nice way of just bringing it back to the idea of that everything begins in the gut. Your health relies, you, your joy, your mental health, your fertility, your energy, all kind of health, like Hippocrates says, all disease begins in the gut. Also, you can say it the other way, health, all health begins in the gut. If you want to feel better, you need to optimize your gut health. Now, that doesn't mean everyone's got like a raging bacterial overgrowth, but honestly, you would be surprised. I had a client I just finished up working with, um, and I think I've mentioned it before because we work on her energy and on her um, really bad eczema. She's seen massive improvement. The eczema's gone from her eyes. It's um, improving massively on her hands. Her energy is better, blah, 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 all that good stuff. But we did a stool test with her. She didn't really have digestive issues. She actually ate a really healthy whole food diet, really ate really, really well. Did a stool test on her. Was she bloated? No. Did she have constipation? No. Did she have any of the bowel issues? No. But because I know this, <laughs> this is why if I'm going to toot my own trumpet, I'm good at what I do. I, I know this. I know this from the research. I know that the, the gut is the root of disease. So there was poor energy going on. There was eczema going on and eczema, an inflammatory chronic disease for this person. It'd been going on for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. So we tested gut. What came out? Gut was mess. Bacterial overgrowth. Like all this stuff happening. What did we do? We supported her gut. What happened to her skin? It got better. Or is getting better. I should say, in full transparency with the skin. She's seen a good chunk of improvement. As I say, it's completely gone from rise and whatever, but your skin, it kind of takes a while, you know, just to heal and repair and do all of its good stuff, but it's massively improved and is keeping on improving, which is the whole point. So just because you don't have digestive symptoms, don't dismiss how important your gut health is. If you have chronic fatigue, you need to work on your gut health. Emmy, you need to work on your gut health. Type 2 diabetes, need to work on your gut health. Any autoimmune condition, any autoimmune condition, work on your gut health. Now, no, also know what I'm not saying. I'm not saying your gut health has caused your autoimmune condition. No, that is not what I'm saying. But it will, it won't, it is contributing. If, again, because think about it, you have that one, that single cell lining between you and your bloodstream. If imagine if you have autoimmune condition going on, say it's rheumatoid arthritis. So we already know your immune system is making antibodies that attack your joints and cause you a lot of pain, inflammation. And it's it's like your immune system's confused. It's, It's making antibodies that your body doesn't want or need, you know, and it causes a lot of joint pain in rheumatoid arthritis. Again, super basic explanation. And then you're eating foods that are constantly triggering your immune system when you already have an immune system that's kind of 
confused and overworking itself. Like you can see how this really has a massive effect on your immune response. And that's why one of the reasons why your gut affects everything, because it really affects your immune system. Like when, if you're someone that always gets cold, sniffles, all these kind of things, we need to work on your gut health. Your, the immunity within your gut is probably very poor, if if that makes sense. So really, really important that we think about things in a really holistic way, because it's actually really empowering at the end of the day, because then you can be like, oh, like I am having fertility and hormonal issues. There will be a reason. And I just think that's so cool. And you can, and your body wants to heal and repair, just needs the right thing. So when it does, um, when it comes to leaky gut or that excessive intestinal impermeability, how do you know you have it? Well, you can obviously look at symptoms and I do this with clients. We gather all the data, look at their symptoms, how they're feeling. and But the symptoms are really vast. It could be skin rashes to bloating, to autoimmune condition, to um, food sensitivities, to diarrhea, to um, yeast overgrowths, to like the symptoms are pretty large. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where everyone could think they have leaky gut just because there's so many symptoms you could have. So, you know, some of it you can maybe know roughly by guessing and by experience, but the stool test is really the best way that you can that you can know. Also, looking at someone's secretory IgA within their gut can tell you a little bit how their immune system's doing. You can find out, like if someone comes to me and they have two different types of autoimmune conditions, say they have celiac disease and they are, have had Graves' disease and they're bloated, again, I would put good money on the fact that there is issues with their these cell junctures, that there's excess zonulin being produ- produced. But the best way you know is by doing a stool test really is. That's why I do it with all my clients. That's why it's included. If you want to come and start to work with me, if you sign up before Christmas, we can, we won't start working together until January, but we can, you can complete the lab tests, all the lab tests that we want to do before we kick off so that between now and Christmas, you can just focus on doing all the lab tests, get ready for Christmas. And then once you've kind of gotten Christmas and New Year out of the way, we can hit the ground running with all the data. We'll know exactly what to do, exactly what to focus on. And it'd be so cool. Okay. So do um, make sure you you sign up and get my emails, keziahall.com forward slash join, um, to get my emails because that's where I'm going to be telling people exactly how they can sign up for that. And I've also got some really, I'm creating an amazing Christmas kind of bonus, essentially for anyone that signs up to work with me by the end of the year and for us to get started in January, 2022. But if you sign up before the end of this year, before Christmas, there's like over, I think it's over 800 pounds of free bonuses. I'm going to give you just because, I mean, I love Christmas. <laughs> I just I just get very excited. Anyway, so that's a side note. The main thing, if you're like, what, what do I need to do about that, Kezia? Make sure you get my emails. I send an email every week, every other week. If you do not get them, make sure you sign up. Otherwise you will miss out. Keziahall.com forward slash join. Keziahall.com forward slash join. Okay. And I'm also about to do a really fun free training series called the Better Belly series. So I'm going to be diving into all of this in much more detail for those on my list. So best way to do is to test. And then you're like, Kezia, what do I do about it? I think I have leaky gut. Well, this is super personalized. So it really depends on your symptoms, what you struggle with. So like the client I was chatting with before, definite zonulin, um, excess zonulin happening in their test. Um, But her main issue was her skin. So we also needed to match that with nourishing 
her skin. Other clients this comes up with their main issue is like irritable bowel disease or um, IBS or pain or whatever. But the first thing that you can do across the board that everyone could do is remove gluten or experiment with moving gluten. Because I know when you talk about removing gluten that some people get very anxious about bread. They just oh my goodness, I can't, I can't, what? A life without bread? You must be insane, Kezia. So I know, I know it can create a lot of drama. So maybe just think about experimenting with removing gluten just for a while. And if you feel better, just even slightly better without gluten in your diet, chances are you should keep that up because it's, we know from research it impacts your, it's a trigger for increased zonulin production. So I'm not sure that, especially a very processed gluten, like most people, the amount of gluten that we eat is, is, totally out of balance with how we used to eat it many, many years ago. Like in Scotland, I live in Scotland, we wouldn't even grow wheat. Like our soil was just not, it just didn't love growing wheat. We were a bit good at growing barley and oats. Like so we weren't eating, t- was most people are eating wheat, 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 tons of wheat, 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 all the time. It's like, makes total sense why this would affect your gut in that way. So that's the first thing you can do. That's be the first thing I would recommend to anyone who I'm working with, not with, like who has this coming up. You don't necessarily need a test to do that. You don't need to be like certified gluten intolerant. Um, it's You might not even have any digestive sy- sy- symptoms, but if you suspect leaky gut is going on, removing gluten is one of the things that's just most clear from research, okay? I hope this has been helpful. If you have any questions, then you can head over to Instagram and um, Supernaturally Healthy there, or you can email me at admin at keziahall.com and I'll get back to you. Otherwise, do make sure you get onto my emailing list so that you don't miss out on my amazing Christmas bonus. It's <laughs> oh, exciting. It's like giving a big Christmas present. It's like, you know, working with me and helping someone to feel really good and deal with their health and just transform their health is an amazing present you could give to yourself. Anyway, let's just be honest, because you feeling good every day is like the point. <laughs> like This is your one life. Why waste it being bloated and embarrassed and sad and in pain? Like anyway, um, but then just adding on like a tons of extra free bonuses feels like triple win. So anyway, keziahall.com forward slash join if you're not on my email list. Otherwise, have an amazing week. Thank you for being here. Sending you lots of love. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply, (laughs) which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat no pressure, no weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.